I'm Natalie. And I'm Shay. And this is Delusional as Fuck. Welcome back. You guys, can you believe it? We're together. We're in person. <laughs> We're real. We're both real. <laughs> We're here in California. I just got in last night. I picked the best flight tonight. <laughs> Such a great flight. Spirit with a 17-hour layover in Vegas. <laughs> it was one hour. So I was supposed to land here at like 12.05 or something, right? I don't Yeah. I landed at almost 1 a.m. Yeah. It, it was a little rough. And then we stayed up until past 2 a.m. Just yeah, chit-chatting. Yeah. Staring at Trippy. Laying on the floor with Trippy and, you know, just having a good time. Yeah. It was fun. Trippy's her cat, by the way. I don't think we've ever shared their names. Oh. They're like laying on the floor with Trippy. <laughs> um... Let's talk about what we did today because I feel like we had a good day. Well, we slept in until 1030 because we didn't go to sleep until about 230. Correction. You slept until 1030. I told you to wake me up when you woke up and she never listens to me. She wakes me up and she says, you just looked so peaceful. I didn't want to wake you. And I'm like, that was not what I requested. Girl, you look as snug as a bug in a rug. You're so adorable, by the way. Such a cute sleeper. But that's one just so creepy. Like I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> but she, I mean, I'm tasked with the job. Of, I'm tasked with the job of waking you up, so I have to come in and see you. But I wake up. I'm not a great sleeper. Sleeping has never been my strong, <laughs> my strong suit. My strong suit. I, I, I'm not great at sleeping. So I woke up at nine, and then I just laid in bed for an hour watching TikTok with Brandon, and then we got up around ten. And then I woke up around like 10, 15, 10.30. Yeah. She told me I wasn't allowed to use my alarm and that she would wake me up. So No I, alarms in this household. Yeah. But as we addressed in the last episode, no alarm. If you hadn't woke me up, I probably could have slept till 12. I believe you. <laughs> You're a heavy sleeper and I am so jealous. It's your God's favorite. I'm grateful. But then Brandon was a king as usual. And we woke up to like 50 pancakes, homemade pancakes, and they were delectable. They were so kind to share their hazelnut spread from Italy. It was amazing. It, and their French good. jam, 10 out of 10. It's really good. We had, we, we lugged it all the way yeah. through France and Italy all the way back to here because it, it, it was that fucking good and worth it. And Natalie had a latte this morning, which is not usual. Was it was that a latte? It was supposed to be, and then you, you didn't like it, but then you wound up chugging it. It was sweet as fuck, and so I had to add more coffee to it to make it not as sweet, because I don't like it super sweet. And then I got anxiety from having so much caffeine. You were capped up. Yeah, just well, this is this is my life. Yes. But it went away. The, the anxiety was very fleeting and short-lived. Very short-lived caffeine spike, and then it went down. Um, and then we literally just talked all day long and that was it. <laughs> yeah. We were, s I think we had intended to probably record at like noon one in our heads, right? Yeah, I did. For what sure. time is it? Um, we didn't need to talk about it. <laughs> 4.45. That's all we've done today, you guys. I know. We didn't Popped, do anything. Ate pancakes and showered. We didn't leave Not the house. Not together, just to be clear. <laughs> we didn't even leave the house at all, which... I'm not mad at. I'm not mad about. I love Saturdays at home. 
Me too. My home <laughs> here in San Jose. <laughs> also, we did follow through with the book trade. I lugged two books over from Oregon and Natalie had like six books that she wanted to hand over to me. I was like, I literally cannot fit this. So I chose two. I'm going to read The Midnight Library and The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo as recommended. Both excellent books. And maybe we'll do a little book recap. That would be kind of fun. Unless you guys don't care about that at all. Then never mind. Horrible trash idea. Horrible. (laughs) We're never going to do that. No, but Natalie has two of the best books, in my opinion, in her lap, ready to read now. So I can't wait to hear her thoughts on that. And as an update, I'm about one fifth. That's maybe being generous. Maybe one sixth of the way through um, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I have to finish before next Saturday because I have tickets to see the movie next Saturday night. And I think I can do it, though. I didn't realize... I underestimated it. It's almost like a 600-page book. It's like 500-something pages, mm. which is doable, but I really underestimated it. Is it 500, really? I think it so. It looks small. That's why. I thought so, too, but then I looked at the page number, and I think it went to like five-something. It has those really thin pages, huh? I guess. Those thin ass. She's skinny. Yeah, because it doesn't look like a thick book. Right? It doesn't look thick. It looks maybe like 350 pages, but good so far. I think by the next episode, I will have finished it, hopefully. So Mm. I'll give the recap. And I probably will have seen the movie by then as well. Wow. I'll have a lot of updates. (laughs) (laughs) Looking forward to it. Well, why don't we get into it? Yeah, we have a really fun topic, something completely different. And I'm I'm stoked for it. We are going to be reacting and giving advice to people on Reddit that we have found all girl things so from dating to just random advice girl problems girlfriend things just girly things just girly things that i found on reddit that i really want us to react to and i want us to i want us to dissect a few things yes and you heard it here first we'd really love to do more advice episodes on the pod but since we are new, we wanted to just pull from Reddit because we don't have any of you writing in yet asking for any advice or sharing any stories. But if you have anything to share or if you have anything to ask us, you can DM us on Instagram. But anyways, why don't we get into it? Okay, let's get into it. Not a huge fan of tampons. Am I normal? Tampons seem intrusive to me. I prefer pads. I've never put one in, but I was also never taught how. Mm-hmm. Everyone uses them but me. Am I weird? So what do you think? I don't think she's weird. I don't think there's anything wrong with not using tampons. I personally love tampons. I love tampons. I don't like dealing with pads, but I don't think you're weird if you don't use tampons. I think especially she said nobody ever taught her how to use them. Mm -hmm. That could seem very intimidating. Mm -hmm. I think a tampon before you learn to use it is very intimidating. Honestly, I am this girl. I mean, I'm not I'm not this girl, but I'm just like (laughs) this girl. I don't like tampons. I'm not a virgin. Like, but I still don't like them. I just don't like it. I don't like the idea of it. I don't like how it feels. I don't want to, I don't want to put it, I don't want to put it in. I don't like it. It does seem a little bit intrusive to me. I have to agree with this girl and I don't think she's crazy because I completely agree. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think she's crazy or weird, but we have a tampon stand over here and 
period panty stand. I actually don't even have pads anymore. You've already tried a lot more period products than me, but I still think we should do an episode where we discuss the variety of period products and our reviews on them. Diva cup, period panties, tampon pad. Like, are we going to free bleed? Stay tuned. I've done it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think that would be a good idea. Okay. How to move out of state. I am a 24-year-old female. I'm single, no car, no job. I will be moving with maybe three boxes of things. I have never moved out of my dad's house before as I commuted through college and have been living at home post-grad. However, it's time to move. Does anyone have any advice on finding roommates, apartment, new friends? How did you decide where to move? And how long did you wait once you decided? Ooh. I feel like this would relate to you since you, you did this. You moved out right after college. Yes. I have moved out of state two times. And... I also didn't know anybody and I also didn't have a car or anything. I feel like that's a little bit easier if you're moving away to go to college because I feel like most college towns are kind of set up to be made easier for people who don't have cars because a lot of college students don't, especially if you're living on campus. I wish she said what city and what state she's moving to because I feel like that makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. If you're moving somewhere to a city, you can get around without a car easy mm-hmm. you can get around very easily without a car but if you're moving somewhere more rural rural oh my god can i say that rural rural yeah uh, sure <laughs> girl i'm sorry you need to save for a car if yeah if places are farther apart but i guess you can manage depending on where you're gonna work where your things are if everything you have is in close proximity finding roommates mm. unfortunately I've never had to really find roommates because in college I was roommates with friends from high school or friends that I cheered with or Zach. Yeah. I feel like a good way to go about that is at least try your hardest to find someone through a friend of a friend type of a situation versus mm-hmm. just going on Craigslist. I think Craigslist is absolute last resort or like roommates.com is kind of a last resort. But I think finding people like maybe on Facebook I think a lot of people find more reliable, trustworthy people on Facebook. I think one of my friends actually found one of her roommates on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I think if you do something like that, definitely set up. Don't be ashamed to set up a call to feel the vibes out. Because you guys, if you guys are going to be living together, you want to make sure that you vibe. And something that I just thought of right now is also using parents or family friends as resources. Yeah. I think that roommates can make or break your whole entire life and your mm-hmm. whole t- your whole entire experience of wherever you're going to move to, whether you love the city or hate, you s- hate your city. Your space is probably the number one most important thing, in my opinion. So that's my advice. Just make sure that you have a space that you feel comfortable, safe, happy mm-hmm. as possible. As much as you can, try to do it. And then from there, just live in the moment, I guess. It's a fun thing to do. Okie doke. I, 19-year-old female, never really had my frustrations taken seriously by my family. They always tend to find it funny when I'm angry and poke fun about it, mm-hmm. only angering me more, and then are shocked when I walk away or say something about it. Did anyone else experience this or still do? I feel like I related to this growing up. My family kind of did that to me too, like a little bit invalidated me. Maybe just a little bit, especially when I would get angry and frustrated about things. And it's such a bad feeling. It is such a bad feeling even if maybe what you are angry or frustrated about isn't 
the most important thing, especially when you're young. Like for me, it was definitely when I was a kid and a teenager, but still it doesn't matter. It's like, those are your feelings and your family is kind of just like, relax, you know? Yeah. I feel like that probably happens a lot to girls when they're teenagers. Yeah. And a lot of times I feel like it can be from the mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. Like you were saying, just kind of thinking that the things that are making you upset are just silly, Mm -hmm. but they're real to you. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it does feel invalidating it does and then one person responded i thought it was really interesting teenager's dad here it is a misguided attempt to throw you a rope and help you de-escalate without you losing the face pretending nothing has happened okay whatever that means <laughs> um, <laughs> it's also their attempt to not get pissed off themselves and to divert their own frustration with the situation before they explode too sounds like their problem mm they are still getting used to the idea of adult you and you may need Mm. to demonstrate it my own parents asked me to keep a beard when i was 19 just to help them digest the fact that suddenly i'm not a kid anymore well again that sounds like something that the parents need to deal with on their own Mm. it's an interesting perspective yeah i mean and those of us who choose to have kids i'm sure will understand i feel like that it's a it's an attempt to try and de-escalate you and it just backfires. Mm-hmm. If someone is not taking you seriously and your frustration seriously, it is so, it makes it worse. But I can see how parents like, maybe if I just don't acknowledge this, it'll go away. Or, oh, if I just try to make them feel like, oh, no, it's not a big deal. Then they'll just think they're overreacting. But again, it doesn't work. So no, don't do that. Something that I feel like I'm going to use or try to use when I'm a parent one day that me and Zach kind of do with each other and I'm trying to even bring into my friendships as well is when someone comes to you and they're either angry or feeling super emotional about something or super sad and they start opening up to you to ask, okay, what do you need right now? Do you need a rant? Do you need advice? Mm -hmm. Or do you just need like a shoulder? Do you need someone to listen to you? Or do you want me to just be angry with you right now Mm -hmm. just to kind of feel like you know we're in this together like what do you need and be that instead of just kind of making the decision on your own with what you think that person needs yeah I agree that's one of the best things I feel like you can do for a person is just ask them what do you need from me and also asking them how they feel and actually giving them the space to let you know and to actually respect how they feel okay on to the next Mm. advice for moving in with in-laws i 20 female and my husband 22 male have made the tough decision to move in with his parents i say it's tough because my husband and i have tried our best to be independent but we simply can't afford to live on our own much longer my husband is very close with his parents in a healthy way and are such incredible people i have a strained relationship with my parents so they filled that void for me They're very comfortable financially and are excited to have us. I grew up in a toxic household where I developed some bad habits like overthinking and being afraid of social situations. My in-laws are aware of that and are very kind to me, but I really don't want this to be a terrible experience and I don't want to be the best daughter and I want to be the best daughter-in-law that I can be. (laughs) If anyone has any advice, I'll take it. Zach and I have lived with my mom together. I forget, did you and Brandon ever live with either of your Mm -mm. your parents? No. Zach and I lived with my mom at one point, but... It was for about a year or a year and a half, and we were 19, so it was a much different dynamic than if we were to move in with her, say now, and these people are in their 20s, right? Yeah, early 20s. Which is, even though it's early 20s, it's so much different than 19. It's a world different, in my opinion, and 
if I were to move in now with me and Zach, with Zach's mom per se, I think the best thing to do would maybe to be to, even if it sounds a little bit weird and maybe have your boyfriend help you suggest this, is to have a little sit down family dinner meeting and kind of get level set with the parents and ask them if they have any expectations of you guys moving into this home because you guys are all kind of like roommates now essentially and since you guys are on the older side I'm sure there are expectations from the parents that they might feel uncomfortable voicing but that they would expect of an older couple moving in with them Mm. you agree I agree I think communication is important I feel like it might be easy to just be like, I don't want to talk about this situation. I just want it to happen and us all to like act like everything is normal, but it's not normal necessarily. It's definitely something that's really difficult. Mm -hmm. So I think communicate and be really open about it. Tell them how you're feeling like, oh, I just want to make sure I'm not overstepping any boundaries and I'm respecting your guys' rules, especially if at the end of the day, they're letting you stay and not charging you rent. Mm -hmm. I think... Given the economy of things, I think a lot of people are actually going to go through this most likely because otherwise there's just no other way for, I feel like, our generation to buy a house. Mm -hmm. So I think communicate with the parents and be really straight up about how you're feeling. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. be like, hey, we really want this to be a smooth transition for all of us and for everyone to feel comfortable, especially the fact that obviously they've lived with your boyfriend his whole life. He grew up there, but now it's a different dynamic. And I feel like that needs to be established early on so that they're not just treating him like their baby. And you're just like the girlfriend that is kind of like bumming with them because that's not what it is. That's definitely not what it is. But I think like Natalie said, you want to make sure you're not overstepping, even if you're doing something that you may see as helping. Maybe like the mom, for example, might be like, I don't really like when people do this or like touch this of mine or whatever. So I think just figuring out what those boundaries are, figuring out where you can help as well and helping wherever you can. And yeah. And try to get out of the house a lot, I think might be helpful so that you're not there all the time hanging around, you know, Mm -hmm. might be good to get some space for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like this is such a you question. Help me plan my birthday. (laughs) that's it i'm turning 23 soon but to be honest my life has been pretty hectic with moving and a car breaking down and i want a really cute cake but above all i want a special and memorable birthday but i have no idea what what i could do what did you do or what happened how can i make it special i live in la Ooh, 23rd birthday you want to make it special and you want a cute cake see i need some more context this is the issue i think let's just think it's a girl with Let's just say our in- interests. <laughs> okay. And she lives in LA and she wants a cute birthday, but she hasn't been thinking about it. And it's on November 7th, so she probably didn't have a ton of time to plan. What would you do? Because you are the birthday queen. Well, I always... There are so many cute things you can do. Like, I need to know, do you have your own apartment? Do you want to do something inside or outside? So I'll give two ideas. Mm-hmm. An inside and an outside idea. Well... This is an idea that I always like. I've used this for my birthday a few times. And it depends on how much of an outdoor person you are. But I think this is can even be fun even though it's November. But you can go to a beach where there's bonfires. Mm. And you can get all bundled up and have a bonfire at night. And you can bring food and drinks and stuff. But if you don't want to be outside... See, I always go for the more like activity-based 
ideas. I feel like those are fun. People aren't just standing around. I think especially as you get older, people don't just really necessarily want to just stand around and like drink Mm -hmm. and you know, Mm. well, just like, yeah, yeah, it depends, I guess. I think you could have a very, very early Friendsgiving. I know it's very early, but you could do it. You could plan it for like the weekend after even and get all your friends around and be like, oh, it's just early Thanksgiving. If that's your thing, if you like Thanksgiving and you like Thanksgiving food, then it just gives some people it gives people something to do, like to bring a baked good and kind of come prepared and all you guys can just sit around the table, light candles and then play games. (gasps) I've been in my game era. (laughs) If Thanksgiving is not your thing, though, just because. I, I think I kind of made a noise when you said that because I have friends whose birthdays are in November and they hate that Friendsgivings always consume the month. Oh, yeah. And true. sometimes their birthday gets lumped in with Friendsgiving and they're like, I don't want a fucking turkey dinner for my birthday. <laughs> but Fair. you can do a themed dinner party as well. The possibilities are endless. It's essentially the same concept, but just different vibes. Mm-hmm. What are some cute themes that someone could do? I really like game nights and w- the games I recommend Taboo, mm-hmm. Catan, and uh, it's called like Ultimate One Night Werewolf or something. And that's <gasps> the one where someone gets to be the murderer and you guys have to figure it out. And it- it's a really fun one. And you can honestly make a whole birthday just based off of games and playing music and drinking and, and snacks and pizza or sushi or whatever you want. Yes. Or you could also do crafts. Yes. Which we're supposed to do tonight. Yes, a crafty girls' night. That can be fun. And you guys can even, if you have your own place, a girls' night and a giant sleepover can be really fun. You can do crafts. I would do this with my girlfriends when I lived with a few girl roommates as well. And, well, this is not Christmas, but, like, we w- had a girls' night one time and we, like, painted ornaments that night. That was really fun. I've also had girls over and we've painted pots for plants mm-hmm. and I bought a bunch of little plants as well. So everyone could come and pick their pot, pick their plant and then paint a pot. And that was really fun, too. And I did that for a birthday one year. Also, I really like Tao in L.A. Have you been there downtown? No, I haven't been there. If but you I know of it. Yeah. If you want to do a dinner, just something easy peasy. Just everyone goes to a nice dinner. Tao is kind of fun, kind of like sexy, like very dark interior and I feel like you could spend hours in there just kind of having drinks, chatting. If you're more low-key like that. Mm -hmm. Being hot is a hobby. So I recently heard that being hot is a hobby. I'm wondering what are some steps that I can take to get into that hobby. So hot ladies, let me know. What are y'all doing? Okay. And then someone did say it's an expensive hobby. It is. (laughs) I put... 20k in two years for Invisalign and dental and laser eye surgery. Then there's a gym membership, maintaining hair and color. I shower twice a day. Okay, uh, and full body moisturize, head to toe, straight out of the shower. Moisturize hands throughout the day. I laser hair remove, skincare morning and night, sunscreen on my face. The biggest long term cost is eating. I eat three meals a day, but I make sure to snack on as many fruits and vegetables as possible. Antioxidants, boiled beetroot, eggs. <laughs> remove processed added sugar (laughs) there's more a sleep schedule okay that covers a lot of it how do we feel how do you feel about that being hot is expensive do you really think that yeah unless you're just like god's favorite which there are a few lucky souls that are but do you really think like the 
the eye surgery and the okay i'm not yeah not the invisalign like i feel like that is doing a lot that you don't necessarily need to be a hot however i guess if you're trying to be an instagram baddie uh, i don't know i i did just get my quote for invisalign remember you I'm did probably, yeah no you didn't tell me yeah i'm planning on getting invisalign soon i don't know if i do it i need to do it soon because i want it to be done before my wedding and before my friend's wedding next year just because I'm going to be in it. I don't, I don't want them on in pictures, even though, you know, they're kind of invisible from far, but up close you can see them. Anyways, not cheap, but you don't agree? You don't think it's expensive to be hot? Um, Unless you're blessed? I think it's really subjective because I think that I've, I've watched like beauty influencer YouTube for a while and now TikTok influencers and models and whatever, I think some, for those people, I think that being hot is absolutely a hobby. Spray tans, the nails done regularly, the hair regularly, the extensions, the teeth whitening, which by the way is extremely painful if you get them professionally whitened, like mm-hmm. you're in pain for the rest of the day, horrible pain. What else do you have to do to be hot? Oh, working out miserable expensive (laughs) (laughs) not miserable but you know if you're getting plastic surgery extremely expensive and I think all of that stuff is subjective because I think a lot of people are really gorgeous naturally and beautiful Mm -hmm. naturally and they don't need to do necessarily that stuff but I think they feel like they need to do all that stuff so I don't think it has to be that way yeah some of the routines though even like I said I started oiling my hair Mm. that is a full-time job no it's a part-time job but it takes time out of the day because you have to plan around things you know even the hair wash schedule you have to plan around it i guess fuck is it a hobby fuck i didn't know where i stood on this in the beginning but now i I think i want to say no but i think the reality is probably yes because i i can say firsthand for the past few years i've really been i've really been slacking on all of the upkeep the unnecessary upkeep like all of these things are not necessary to live life they're really not but i will say when you do add some of these things into your routine it can elevate your appearance a little bit or a lot of it depending on what it is now i feel conflicted about this question what is a hobby a hobby is something that you do for fun or should be something that you do for fun in your free time Mm -hmm. or i guess anything you do in your free time right so if in my free time I'm going to hot yoga, going, doing my like 10, 3.30, which is my rendition of 12, 3.30 because I don't like the 12. I like 10 inclined and oiling my hair, which takes multiple hours sometimes because I have to kind of sit at home. That's just a me problem. I don't like going out with my oily hair, but that takes time. The face masks, the teeth whitening, the pore strips the nails which I don't even get my nails done but just like getting a pedicure or something cleaning up your nails shaving I didn't even talk about the lashes the lashes <laughs> that's what I was gonna talk about this girl has lash extensions you have to sit there for three hours every few no. weeks How it's long? one hour oh for the fills yeah okay they're fast my lady's fast but it's still annoying to have to drive there and I am upset that I have to do it and spend that money but you know what okay I changed my answer yes being hot is a hobby and I'm gonna do it <laughs> I'm, I told you, we're going to be the hottest we've ever been. The 
what is it the quarter life glow up mm, i need her i need her in my life the face the ice rolling i do ice rolling and yeah. i really like it the dyson air wrapping are two brazil nuts a day um we do it for our hair health and what else does it help with hormones is that what it is i forget sure right, cool. <laughs> we just know they're good for you i every so often i do the office look into the camera <laughs> by the way we're recording this episode if the footage is good it'll be on tiktok if it's even better it might make its way to instagram but tiktok for sure yeah mm-hmm. yep how to deal with mean girls at college. Mm. I am in a smaller sorority at my university and I have struggled mm. with not only finding my place within the sorority, but also dealing with the subtle mean girl behavior within the organization. Things like constantly being talked over, some individuals making passive aggressive or targeted comments directed towards me in a group professional setting or just flat out treating me like I'm stupid. All of this is done under the guise of these actions not being personal, just business, and others telling me I need to separate business and personal feelings. However, I have seen these individuals also make business decisions that are a bit personal towards others, so I don't fully trust that their attitude towards me is 100% just business. Lately, I'm feeling very tired of being undermined in my work and feeling disrespected and has made me super unmotivated to contribute to it. I'm not sure if this is just flat out mean girl behavior or if it's a result of how I present myself or a mixture of both. Ugh. Mm. That's so hard. I was in a sorority for a year. Which I cannot believe. My freshman year. You can't believe? I feel like it's so believable. I mean, okay, I can believe it, but... I feel like it tracks. Meh. <laughs> Maybe not anymore. But that is so hard. It's so hard to be in group settings with a group of girls that you didn't necessarily get to curate yourself like you do with your girlfriends, you know? With girlfriend groups, you get to... Obviously, you, you guys decide who your friends are. But when you're in these larger groups, like I was in cheer as well. You don't get to pick the girls that you cheer with. You obviously have some say into what sorority you wind up in, but not everyone is showing their true self during the recruiting process. It does suck when maybe you're not clicking with the other girls how some of the other girls are. I don't know. Let me know if you feel the same way, but I feel like it just sounds like this girl might not really be meshing with this group of girls. Yeah, I was not in sororities. I've always been very anti-sorority. Sorry. <laughs> I just haven't understood, I guess I'll say. And I also did have some bad experiences with some sorority girls. So it, I didn't have a great taste in my mouth throughout college for it. So I definitely take the cynical one that's like, girl, if you're not happy get out mm -hmm. like don't feel like you have to be there and it also kind of does sound like that the yeah. whole targeted indirect passive aggressive bullshit lame waste of your fucking time you should be happy you should be feeling amazing and what other reason are you in the sorority if not to click <laughs> with the girls yeah unless there's a different group of girls within there that you click with or there's some other reason that you really like being in the sorority why don't stay yeah, if the cons outweigh the pros, then it's not worth it. And being in a sorority isn't the only way that you're going to be able to make connections and build friendships in college. There are a lot of other options. There are a lot of other clubs and groups and organizations that you can join that aren't a sorority. And maybe that's something worth looking into if it's just not clicking with girls. And that doesn't mean you're unlikable. Some people just don't click with other people. Yeah, it could honestly be anything. It could be jealousy. It could be... It's just I guess it could be mean girl behavior it could be yeah it could they could just be mean but if it's a group of mean girls do you really want to be associated yeah and also to play devil's advocate I mean 
if you really do think and you can believe that maybe it is just business, I don't really know like the context of that, but I guess if it's just business and, and other and outside of that, you're mm-hmm. happy and you enjoy being in the sorority, then I guess just ignore it. Like fuck it, who cares? But I think that might be a little bit tough if you're writing into Reddit for help. You're probably already really over it. Yeah. Pros and cons list. Pros and cons. True. Okay, we have a few shorter rapid fire questions. So there's this thread on Reddit and it starts with women of Reddit and then a question follows. And so we pulled some of these and some of their responses and I was dying over some of them. Natalie's reacting to them for the first time. But the first is women of Reddit. What's the most crazy girlfriend thing you've ever done? I made us on the Sims and made us have a bunch of kids. (laughs) Well, it's not really a crazy girlfriend because it was only a crush. So she's not even a girlfriend. I worked at a supermarket on the registers and this guy who worked at the store next door came in at the same time, same day every week. I ended up having a crush on him despite never actually talking to him. (laughs) So it's all physical. I went to the store he worked at one day. His shift was just ending and the next person was taking over for him. I asked his coworker what his name was and he told me. I ended up going on Facebook and typing in his first name, his workplace, and where he, where he lived. And I found his profile. Okay. <laughs> After looking through all his pictures and being a complete weirdo, I made a fake account to add him on. He accepted. Long story short, that's how I found out he was gay. All the guys I like are gay. Olivia Rodrigo. damn (laughs) i'm sorry i know you went through all that effort just to find that out i thought that one was so funny though this one is us this one is so us i was hormonal and pmsing and so my boyfriend bought me takeout from my favorite sub shop i cried when i opened it because it was my favorite sub but i didn't want my favorite sub i wanted my second favorite sub (laughs) yep oh yeah and somehow it's his fault. Like, why did he not ask you? I know. Like, you can't just assume. I was having a really <laughs> bad day last week. And Zach was like, do you want me to get you your cinnamon crunch bagel from Panera? That's my favorite bagel. Oh, it is good. It's a good bagel. And I have to have it with walnut cream cheese, though. And of course. And he ordered me two cream cheeses, chive and onion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not the cinnamon crunch with chive and onion. It's <laughs> foul. And I was... I was so, I was like not mad at him. Of course, I didn't want to be mad at him. He was doing something nice and I knew it was an honest mistake. At first I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I opened it and I was like, there's no way this is chive and onion. And then I was like, they must have messed up. I went to his phone and looked at the order. No, two chive and onion. That's what he ordered. (laughs) And that was Brandon. I would really be like, seriously. Yeah. And here's the thing. The Panera is like not even... I'd say actually it's a mile. It's a mile away from our house. So yes, he postmated it. Whatever. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. Well, he offered he offered to order me the honey walnut cream cheese on Postmates again. And I was like, we're not about to spend $10 to get a fucking honey walnut cream cheese with the delivery cost, the small cart fee, you know? I was like, I'm going to go drive to get it. And then I drove over to get the cream cheese. Not you driving. Take it up with Zach. I drove to get the cream cheese and I went in and I ordered one and, you know, they cost money, right? Yeah. And then the cashier gave it to me for free and I walked out and I cried. Oh my God. What did you have cried to? 
she just didn't know how much I needed that cream cheese. And then she gave it for, to me for free and it hit me right in the heartstrings. I mean, that's sweet of them. But also, like, are you mad at Zach? A little bit. <laughs> like, not him making you go out to get the correct cream cheese. No, he offered to get it for me. And I said, no, we're not wasting our money ordering it. Okay. Next. This one already has me heated. Women of Reddit. What is it like to be catcalled at? Mm. Mm. It's annoying as hell and generally uncomfortable. It feels unavoidable since it even happens when I'm wearing some ugly old jeans and a sweater. It can also be pretty scary because some men do get aggressive when you ignore them. Mm. I literally got catcalled walking to get coffee by these construction workers. I was in Zach's puffer. Zach wears an extra large. So this puffer's halfway down my thigh. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking all boxy in this massive men's XL puffer. My hair's in a bun. I have no makeup on. I'm in leggings and running shoes. What about this is enticing? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. Anything with legs. Any, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think. I said they saw my ankles and they were like. <laughs> I think if the guys or the guy is going to catcall, he's going to catcall anything with boobs. I don't have boobs even. <laughs> so anything, I'll say anything with legs and it is fucking scary i don't like it either this response i've never heard it explained in this way but this is genuinely how it feels and the men need to hear this sometimes it goes in one ear and out the other sometimes it feels like those tv scenes where the character is walking down a row of prison cells and the inmates are yelling all of those graphic violent sexual things minus the guards bars and anything else that would make you feel even moderately safe Mm, interesting isn't isn't kind that of. especially like when i was saying i'm walking past a group of men construction workers and they're all like shouting things what that's what? really crazy in broad daylight on your lunch oh my god eat your damn sandwich that your wife sent you and shut up <laughs> yeah Right. straight up they're probably all married too this is the issue uh, that is the issue poor, i mean that's not the only issue but that's an issue poor ladies okay this is the last one i feel like this was a good one to end on women of reddit what's your favorite part about being a woman not having to unstick sweaty balls from my thigh <laughs> not having to pay as much as males when i go to a club 30 dollars for girls and 150 for guys what that's like Vegas. 150? Some clubs in Vegas will charge over $100 per male head cuz they want the ratio low. More more women than men. What the actual fuck? That is crazy. Vegas you're wild in. The free drinks. Mhm. Yes. But also the roofies? Oh. <laughs> okay. Natalie gets dark. Just keeping it real. <laughs> Okay, I haven't personally done this, but I know this happens with a lot of girls. Being able to cry out of speeding tickets or lesser my punishments. I cried my way out of getting my license revoked. <laughs> That's not going to work for a guy. Not saying it works for all girls, but... I don't know if I've ever... Well, I think that this is true. And I think I've had some teachers be a little bit more forgiving with my grades because I'm a girl. Yeah, I feel like this is probably the case in school a lot too, I think. A lot of teachers are more forgiving to the girlies sometimes. But one time, I didn't cry my way out of this, but 
I don't know, maybe the fact that I was a girl gave me a little bit more leniency, but I got pulled over and I did not have insurance at the time. Let me say that. I got pulled over for not coming to a complete stop before turning right at a red light. And I was just very respectful to the police officer, but he asked me if I had insurance and I lied and I said yes. (gasps) And he asked me what was the name of the insurance and I just picked one that I knew. And he went back and he ran my stuff and I did not have insurance. There's no way anything came up. And he just gave me my ticket and he said, thank you for being so respectful. A lot of people give me attitude this early in the morning. So, but he did give you the ticket. He gave me the ticket for what I did, but you can get in big trouble for driving without insurance. He didn't even give me a slap on the wrist for that. He just gave me my ticket and Mm, let me go. That's a good point. Again, this is what is your favorite part about being a woman? I love that my body doesn't send out cues to the whole world when it's horny. Like a boner. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Aren't you glad? Very glad. Like, imagine all these girls reading Colleen Hoover books in the airport with with lady boners. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? I can't. The men couldn't read the Colleen Hoover books in public. No. (laughs) That's such a great point. I've never thought of it that way imagine i mean just dealing with boners alone (laughs) no unwelcome boners especially we already have to deal with period blood and the potential of that getting everywhere absolutely we don't also need to be dealing with our dicks out that's so embarrassing that would just be oh my god on the note of tits and boobs i can't relate to this one any of these but this was written in a lot under this thread you can play with your own boobs whenever you want. I feel like that's a no-brainer. Boobs. Tits are pretty great. These are all different people, but... As your favorite thing about being a woman? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Did, like, did women write this in? I don't think so. <laughs> boobs are not great. I don't really have boobs, so these, I feel like I can't weigh in. These are dudes. Right? These are dudes perceiving that, oh, a woman's favorite thing is their boobs. <laughs> like, they hurt our backs. They hurt when we get our period, and they're annoying just facts a lot of them a lot of us you know we get boob jobs they're too small they're too big bras are uncomfortable like why would my favorite part of being a woman be having boobs (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting more upset about this as i fucking think about it okay this is the last one what's your favorite part about being a woman having a cute ass i don't know how i deal with a hairy man ass (laughs) um you I mean, I, li- I don't want to have a hairy man ass, <laughs> but again, not my favorite part. I literally use my ass to shit. <laughs> you're, t- you're taking it so literally. I'm, just, I'm so sorry. But like, I really thought people would think of something else. No, these weren't going to be poetic and deep. These are just f- funny. I guess. Men do have hairy asses and they leave their little ass hairs fucking everywhere. <laughs> That's all I had. <laughs> What's your favorite part about being a woman? I didn't think about that. Do you know yours? Mm, no. <laughs> I mean, we we are the creator of life, I guess. Like, that's fine. <laughs> but I think being a woman is obviously very hard. And, you know, in a lot of ways, we're not favored in life versus I think men have it a lot easier but 
I think that there's some great aspects to being a woman, such as our kindness, our empathy, our girlhood, our friendships, our girl friendships, our creative minds, and our, I don't know, the way we see the world. I think my favorite part is just not being so serious all the time and doing cute girly things. Mm. I don't think that's as deep, but just like the joy that we get from cute little things like adding ribbons to things or doing our hair or doing our makeup or making things pretty, making the house cute. Not saying some men don't also have this, but I feel like for the most part, girls find joy in just little things like that, you Mm -hmm. know? And I love that about us. Yeah. I concur. I really like decorating the house. I really like listening to my podcast, my girly chat podcasts, and my reality TV shows and just little things. Yeah. The oatmeal of it all. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my friend Alexis, just because you said oatmeal, it made me think about this. But you know how I ask kind of like weird random questions sometimes? Like, Mm -hmm. what did I ask you this morning? If I was a houseplant, which one would I be? (laughs) I asked her if we were a food, what would we taste like? Or what food would we be? And she told me I would be oatmeal. Okay. (laughs) We had to pick for each other, though. I mean... I told her she was ham. (laughs) (laughs) If someone told me I was ham, I would... (laughs) I would... No, it makes sense. She smells like... (laughs) No, she doesn't. I don't smell like oatmeal. Natalie, I know we take like- everything so literally. <laughs> okay, why ham? I don't. I would, I'm not gonna explain her ham. <laughs> You're gonna leave us hanging like that. You're gonna leave us hanging like that. I feel like I can't fully explain it. It's just a feeling. What would you taste like? I don't know. Mm, I would taste like a fruit. Oh. Or a vegetable. You have to pick one. Maybe. A. I think I would taste like a. I want to say a peach, but I think maybe a nectarine. Maybe a nectarine. Or a tomato. (laughs) And I think you would be those mint chocolate things from the mint chocolate mouthfuls or something from Trader Joe's. (laughs) Our sandwiches? Yeah. Do you just associate that flavor with me? I think of you every time I eat those because I know you love them. Oh, yeah. We had, I had them for the first time here with you Mm -hmm. and I was addicted. Was that the first time you had them too? Or you knew you liked them? I think that was my first time. They were good. They're so good. You and Brandon bodied the whole box, huh? Yeah. And I have a full box. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, (laughs) we're going to go eat those. (laughs) Okay. Well, that was kind of fun. That was fun. (laughs) Not kind of. That was very fun. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. Hopefully we can answer questions from you guys so soon. So start sending in those questions and maybe we can do an advice episode soon or we can even add some advice questions just at the end of episodes as well if they're only coming in a few at a time well that's all from us follow us on instagram at delusional af podcast and tiktok tiktok delusional af podcast subscribe rate and review us on apple Podcasts and spotify podcasts and that's it we'll talk to you next week love ya bye bye, bye.